Hello, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. I'm Joseph Abraham, co-editor, and here are today's top stories. For residents of Sullivan County, today was the deadline to mail in your ballot to your school district's budget vote and Board of Education election. But Governor Andrew Cuomo extended the deadline over the weekend. Residents can turn in their ballot by hand to their schools by June 9th at 5 p.m. and now have up until June 16th to mail in their ballots. The governor also announced that outdoor graduations of up to 150 people would be allowed beginning June 26th. In other news, a special meeting of the Sullivan County Legislature was held last Friday, during which a public comment was submitted by resident Bruce Ferguson. He criticized the legislature for hiring newly appointed County Attorney Michael McGuire amidst charges of misconduct against him and asked that he be disbarred. McGuire responded saying, quote, public comment is a vital component of our open meetings law and part of what separates our county from others who do not share our values. Good or bad, it's important that the public feel free to express their opinions about their government and about issues confronting themselves or their government. However, he continued, Ferguson's call for his disbarment, quote, transcends common and devolves into a threat against myself personally and professionally. Likewise, I view this statement as one of actionable libel. McGuire stated that in the event Ferguson follows through with seeking disbarment, he would be forced to personally pursue legal action against him. Later on in that same meeting, a resolution was presented that called for pay cuts to county employees in management positions. The vote was ultimately moved to the executive committee meeting on June 18th, as some legislators spoke out saying they were not privy to information surrounding the proposed pay cuts and there was no discussion amongst them or department heads. District 2 legislator Nadia Rice said, quote, I'm very disappointed that we did not have any discussion on this. This is like hitting me like a lead balloon. Um, there was no discussion. Maybe the five of you knew what was happening. Uh, you, you, but oh, oh, let me no, 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 let, let, let me discuss. Hold on. Chair. Okay? The, so you were texted, Ira was texting, Joey was I'll text. show you what the text said. It was very cryptic. Very cryptic. Um, very cryptic. The five people Reich was referring to were legislators Michael Brooks, Nick Salamone Jr., George Conklin, Alan Sorensen, and Legislative Chairman Rob Doherty. It was announced on Thursday that elected officials could voluntarily take the salary reduction. Those five legislators, as well as Sheriff Mike Schiff, Treasurer Nancy Buck, District Attorney Megan Galligan, and County Clerk Russell Reeves have already agreed to have their pay cut at the same rate as non-elected employees. Reichen legislators Ira Steingart and Joe Perillo said they received a text from Doherty on Wednesday night asking if they wanted to be included, but that no other information was provided. Also, legislator Louis Alvarez stated he had not received the text at all. For more on the story, read the full article by staff reporter Isabel Braverman. Staff reporter Patricio Robayo wrote about the Sullivan County Corrections Facility and how 17 men who are incarcerated were set to graduate this year with an associate's degree from SUNY Sullivan. Hudson Link for Higher Education in Prison had to figure out how they could provide an education to those inmates who were set to graduate this year, despite concerns over COVID-19. Hudson Link, since 1998, has been helping men and women who are behind prison walls receive an education and have a second chance. They had to quickly transition to distance learning, like most education systems throughout the country during COVID-19. Many of those who received an education might never see the outside world again, but many who leave prison behind them, with the help of Hudson Link, will be able to start new lives as changed men and women. According to Hudson Link's website, those who complete their education in prison have a low recidivism rate of less than 2% compared to over 67% nationwide. They say, quote, It's proof that the transformative power of education is far more cost-effective than prison. Our graduates successfully rejoin their families and communities, obtaining meaningful employment and living healthy, productive lives. 
check out Patricio's full story in our paper and on our website, and check out our paper's editorial today, also on this topic. Patricio Bio, who also covers the town of Fallsburg, covered a press conference last week where the town, along with the Fallsburg PD, announced that they had signed a pledge with My Brother's Keeper. The agreement comes during a time when protests are happening across the county in support of Black Lives Matter in response to the killing of George Floyd at the hands of police officers. Before the announcement, an eight-second moment of silence was held for Floyd. Fallsburg Town Supervisor Steve Iglianti then quoted Martin Luther King Jr., who said, There comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe, nor politic, nor popular, but he must take it because his conscience tells him it is right. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. said that, I have been relatively silent for over a week as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a politician, as your supervisor, and as a police commissioner. My fear of saying something that might not bring comfort, but instead antagonize, prevented me from speaking forcefully what my conscience tells me must be said. My perceived failure as a white man to understand the depth of this issue cannot be a reason to not engage in what may be the most important societal discussion to occur within our lifetime. Staying on this topic, there were several peaceful protests held over the weekend in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Events were held in Fallsburg, Liberty, Livingston Manor, Calicoon, and Narrowsburg. And there was a community unity barbecue held in Monticello. Our staff was present at each of these protests, and you can check out today's paper and SC Democrat Picks Online for more photos. We sadly have some tragic news to report. A plane crashed near the Wordsboro Airport on Friday evening that left one man dead and seriously injuring another. New York State Police confirmed that the crash happened on June 5th at approximately 7.10 p.m. State police in Wurtsboro responded to a wooded area near the Wurtsboro Airport in the town of Mamakati for reports of a crash involving a single-engine Challenger plane. Eddie R. Santana, age 41 of Wurtsboro, was found deceased at the scene. Raymond Ellery, age 42 of Poughkeepsie, was airlifted to Westchester Medical Center with multiple injuries. Police say that two occupants of the plane were both licensed pilots. The FAA and the NTSB responded to the scene. This is an ongoing investigation. Shifting gears into our sports and life section, as we do every Tuesday, we take our readers down the decades to see what happened on this day in history. That tradition continues in this week's paper, and in sports, we have another installment of Richard Ross's 2020 on 2020 Senior Athlete Series, and in this issue, he takes a look at Fallsburg star baseball and basketball player David Parsons, who has learned at a young age how to overcome adversity. We also have a story about a hole-in-one at the Swan Lake Golf and Country Club. That concludes today's episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out more podcasts like this one at TuneIn, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to subscribe, you can call 845-887-5200. Until next time, we hope everyone has a safe, healthy, and fantastic week.